Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. It's time for a noon kick. Let's go, baby. Come on. Let's have some fun, man. This is Danny and Dusty on Football Friday. You gotta see it. You gotta see it. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Good afternoon. Happy Football Friday. Ah, Dusty Hera, Danny Meringue. The Meringue tank is over there. Jordan Schultz is in the building as well. How's everybody doing today? Doing good? Doing good. I'm currently um, putting my grocery list together. Seems like a uh, non-ideal time to be doing that, Danny. <laughs> it is 12.01. Ah, right. We have successfully held your attention for 20 seconds. Woo! All right. It's off to a rousing start. How about you, Jordan? I'm excited. Excited for football Sunday. Going Doing tubing. your laundry? No, I was uh, oh. no going cosmic tubing this weekend and then oh. getting set up for Sunday NFL football. Let's so. go! Cosmic excited. tubing! Is it yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. My wife has never done it. She's from Massachusetts, so she's like, babe, I really want you to take me. We couldn't go during so the So she's vacation. never seen mountains? Uh, she's seen mountains. <laughs> she's been to the Poconos. Shut up. <laughs> it's like, yes, she's been out of Pennsylvania. But... I, I love it when people from like the Northeast Damn. or the South... They're like, no, we have mountains. I'm like, no, you don't. It's it is true. It's different. It's like I, you have hills. You don't have mountains. When you say the Poconos, I just was like, damn. I just thought Schultz's wife is rich. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. There's certain places though that like I'm sure like you go there and it's like yeah, people go to the Poconos. That's where people go. That sounds very exclusive to me. Sounds like, like Martha's Vineyard. I'm just like, damn. Yeah, like the, Cape Cod is is also one of those places where you're like. Wow, that sounds fancy. And then you go to Cape Cod, and you're like, yeah, there's fancy parts, but there's normal people that live here, too. Well, this is where all the Italians come to. Yeah. What? New York. Cape Cod? Yeah, that's where, yeah. They, that's where they go, where I they go love summer. I love Cape Cod. That, that was one of my, that's one of my most fun vacations. That bridge is terrifying. Y- yeah, I mean, well, there's a lot of terrifying parts about Cape Cod. Like, there's always this feeling that... Um, I don't know. Maybe the locals may gut you, but I didn't like. I don't know where that came from. Maybe that's just from watching too many movies. But no, it's you're like, right. You're right. You're like in these very small towns where mm-hmm. it feels very insular, and you're just like this West Coaster and walking. They around. know you're not from there. Oh, absolutely. One of the best things that happened. We go to this locals restaurant, and the people there are like talking to us, and uh, like the wait the waitress is talking to us, and then the people in the booth behind us they they lean over. They're like, "Excuse me." we can tell that you're from the West Coast. And I was like, oh, boy, here we go. They were from Salem, and they moved, They moved like, 30 years ago out to Cape Cod, and they were from Salem. We're like, we are from Portland. And it was, like, the biggest small world moment that these people that, like, literally a restaurant full of people, and they were all mostly, like, locals. We were getting, like, the local flair and flavor. We were in uh uh, Orleans, mm-hmm. Massachusetts there. And it's not like one of the big touristy places. And we went there and the people were from Salem and they'd moved there 30 years ago. It was the weirdest, it was the weirdest damn thing. This Salem, not, no, yeah, Salem, Oregon. Not, they were from Salem, Oregon. And they moved over to Cape Cod like 30 years ago. And they were just sitting right next to us because they'd go, you're not from around here. <laughs> no, 
No, no we I'm sound not. like you used to. Mm. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. A lot of transplants back and forth between that because my wife's from Boston. So, yeah. and she doesn't. She's not rich or. I don't know. I think she had friends that would would like they were the rich ones. That's that's what yeah. you got to do. You can be at those exclusive places without money. You just got to have a buddy that has the money. See, that's this all. is where um, the Poconos isn't that Dirty Dancing too. I mean, I'm totally wrong on that. Probably where's the where's the where where was Dirty Dancing at? But I you're just, asking the wrong guy. Jeff yeah. Russ is not here. I know. Right. This is where we need Russ. This yeah. is the value of Jeff Russ. He would know that a hundred percent off the top of his head. Yeah, he would call me a dumbass. And how do you I'd not like, know? Yeah, you're right. But I feel like it was the Poconos. <laughs> but uh, I know that nor- normal people do go there, just like Cape Cod. But then there's also places you said like Martha's Vineyard. Mm-hmm. Are there normal people there? Because uh, that, that's another one where I don't know. There's places like Aspen where you're like, no. no like, really, no only only rich people go there. It's too. It's literally too expensive otherwise. L- right. Like Vail? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah uh, my uh, my cousin, she was a, like, she's a uh, really overachiever here. Uh, she's a, a doctor. She's a surgeon. Mm. Um, and, like, she's living, like, uh, oh, Ecuador. And mm. she was like a, a worked for the Peace Corps and stuff. Like she's done all these like really cool things. Well, she was also a ski instructor at Steamboat. Uh, and, okay. and, and like hearing her stories of that, where she was like, it's 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 a different like that is different there. Like they have uh, they got money, money, money. The most money, insane money. thing I've ever seen, <clears throat> Monaco. When the, when the super yachts I've come in, I've heard that Monica. Like, yeah, I've seen it in Bond movies. Yeah, but it's that's that was my holy ass yeah. moment of like, yeah. oh, that's different. But when different. you go to a place like nothing, like you feel so out of sorts when you are around like all of these people where they've never experienced like uh, money being an issue on well, anything. They're wearing more than you make in a year. <laughs> Like they've got a sixty thousand yeah. dollar, and then they put on, on their like, other shoe, and you're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> you know, you <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like seriously, I when I was in Monaco, there was there was guys that they had, you know, watches with, you know, you could see like two hundred and fifty, you know, half, three quarter, full carat diamonds in their watches, and you're just like, "Oh my god, mm. what?" And that's 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 where where you get to probably the twenty thousand dollar custom suit they have on. That's true. And you're just like, dear Lord God Almighty. Here's this text that says, I've personally summited the tallest mountain on the East Coast five or six times. The drive to the parking lot, and then you hike the rest, the last thousand yards to the <laughs> summit. <laughs> He's not wrong. Uh, those, uh, those Appalachians, not very tall. Dirty dancing was supposed to be the Catskills. That's what it was, not the Poconos. Oh, the, the Catskills. Catskills. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I remember the, the last Catskills. time I thought of the Catskills. Probably the last time I watched Dirty Dancing. Uh, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Is that where he's from? No, uh, n- no, I don't think so, but I think he lived there for a while. Mm. Uh. Oh, no, he's from Bronx. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mike Tyson, Catskills, New York. <laughs> oh, is he? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what I just thought of? Another really, really, actually, I think a lot of athletes. The Damato Gym and Catskills, where it all began. Sports fans would identify uh, seeing a lot of rich people and uh, just uh, kind of feeling a little cheap. Waikiki Beach. Uh, I vacationed there on my wife's work's dime. It yeah. was awesome. Stayed right beachfront. 
And then right near the shops, there's this hotel that looks like Caesar's Palace. It's like five stars. And you just it's obvious that it's athletes. It's very highly powerful people walking in there because you see the suits. You, you I saw a gleaming watch yeah. walking by out of the mall one day. And I'm just like, that has got to be 30 grand. Like It's fake or it's like 30 grand. It just I saw diamonds. Just crazy, man. What's the uh... give me jorts and tank tops all day, buddy. What's yep. the, what's the uh, Indonesian island? Um, Bali. Bali, yes. That's, that's that another, looks great. That's another one that's like, you can go to, like, there's there's other islands that are around there. Yeah, I want to go to Bora Bora. That's 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 yeah. another one that's on that. Um, and then there's, um, what's the one off uh, Portugal, the island? Uh, Ibiza. Ibiza, yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the other one. That's the, the exclusive, like, uh, getaway spots. Although it's becoming the Middle East. He says you're talking about hundred dollar watches, hundred thousand dollar watches. Uh, this Texas hell. It's hustlers in the Bay, Oakland, Frisco, Vallejo. Hundred thousand dollar watches is nothing. I know some young homies that put fifty thousand dollars in their mouth. Bling bling. That that's is another yeah yeah. And that is that's crazy too. When you see like a a, a legit a real grill grill? in yeah. person, like that was going to uh, restaurants in in down in Houston. It would be like you would see actual grills and you're just like whoa like those things that when they say bling it really is like they open their mouth and it just shines out at you it is it's super cool it's like i kind of want one do you think they don't think i could pull it off but i I, kind of want one do you think they eat with them in (laughs) no (laughs) but it's like uh imagine being so rich that you did eat with one in do you think that like uh the what is it um the kid with the retainer in middle school who always threw it away. You know, he's like digging through the garbage. Like, oh, they took my plate away. <laughs> had my, had my <laughs> had grill my, on. Had my, couldn't get my ribs. I had to take my grill out. <laughs> God. No, I don't think I ever saw that. I don't think I don't think I ever saw that. But um, all right. Well, how did we get there? Well, how did that even start? I blame Jordan's wife. Oh, Jordan's oh, yeah, wife went to the Poconos. Oh, my wife's rich. Like, no, yeah, you're going not. cosmic tubing. Yes, that's how. Which way, is way what all rich people do: is go cosmic to that, that forty is, bucks a pop. Yeah, that is the real <laughs> life of the of the rich class, right there. Dude, okay. Here's the thing. I didn't know. Uh, we may have just gone to the wrong place. You guys been bowling lately? Yeah, you have. I mean, I mean a couple months ago, but yeah, yeah. Last six months, yeah, 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 yeah. Like last end of summer, so technically. Okay, so for to to for four people to go bowling for forty five minutes, does fifty three dollars sound like a lot of money to go bowling for forty five yeah, minutes for four people? If you yeah. if you go like on a cosmic bowling like a like a Friday or Saturday night, it is more expensive. But if you go like Monday through Thursday, no, it's, it was it's relatively inexpensive if you go to the right spot. It was Thursday night. <laughs> it was last night. We oh, went bowling really? last night. Wow. Yeah, four. Yeah, our family. Which, I mean, it's like, yeah, we we still go bowling. Like, when you think about it, it's a little over, you know, 12 bucks a pop for us to go. Um, But at the same time, I was like, I thought, I didn't know bowling was this expensive. Yeah, for 45 minutes, like, if that was for, like, an hour and a half, like, double the time. Yeah. I I, I can get behind that. Yeah. I thought I was just, uh, I was a little blown away by it. I think they have, like, $2 games at, at, like, Langer's. Which is in Sherwood? I I'm down for that, but that was always like what I thought bowling. I thought bowling was like, hey, family fun, affordable night. Maybe we just went to the wrong place. Could be. Um, it it was a very nice place, mm. but I I I was shocked, stunned, really. I think everything's just more expensive than when we genuinely remember it. Yeah, well, and they're different. 
I mean, we, we grew up when the period of time when you could go to uh, Valley Theater for a buck fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this person says we go to Tiger Bowl and I swear we're there for two plus hours every time. We never pay more than eight dollars each. Um, but we do pay fifty dollars at the bar. Now, that yeah. was the flip off. Yeah, be- that was the flip off the trade off because it was happy hour. Mm. So, like, we went there, and it was only $17 for food and drinks. Oh. <laughs> right? Okay. Um, but it uh, they, they caught us on the other end. Yeah. I just wasn't expecting that to happen. It was it was a good experience. I loved it. But Tigered Bull, do they still give out the socks there? I think so. Because t- having Tigered but they The white they, with, the, with the blueprint, yeah. Yeah, this says Tigered Bull on them. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you. Keep your nasty feet out of my shoes. <laughs> but having socks there, what a play that it was. was. Also, um, who the hell goes to a bowling alley without socks? Uh, I, I more people than you would think, but it's <sighs> a lot of uh, that's a weird wear move. Socks yeah. with their shoes. It's like people yeah. who set out to go and buy shoes, and it's like, oh yeah, I forgot my socks. Working at a shoe store, I've seen some heinous feet, and uh, like I, the, the Al Bundy. It's a, that's real. Like you see enough corns on a foot, and you're mm. just like, Mm-mm, never again. Foot care is important. Take care of your foot. It is, man. I, you know, I got take my, care of your uh, chicken, your mentals, and your footsies. I got my brother-in-law a, a, a pedicure for. It's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Um, but there's a lot of people that would uh, be like, Hey, can I try this on? Yeah, sure, of course. And you come out, and you're like, mm. Let me go get you some socks. Let me go get you some of these socks here that. And did you have the real socks, or were they the thin, like, peel over that they aren't the really thin socks? ones that aren't really... They, There's really no buffer or barrier, and the nasty uh, feet are getting in those shoes. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Wear your socks. But Tiger Bull socks were great. Yeah, they were. I had they were awesome. Those, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and not because I didn't have socks, but because I wanted a pair of Tiger Bull socks. <laughs> you go out, and we had a lot of... Uh, we had a, a guy... That I played with in college, Kevin Holtzman. He went to Tigard High School, and he rolled out to practice one day with Tigard Bull socks on. I remember being Hell like, "Hell yes, hey, I got a pair of those. I like those. <laughs> They're fantastic." All right, rich people socks. Uh, let's see here. This text says, "Pedicure for a dude, you damn yuppies." No, no. Take care of your feet, y'all. Take, Do it. Lieutenant Dan said it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Lieutenant Diane, which Lieutenant that Dan. was some foreshadowing mm-hmm. that he lost his legs in that movie mm-hmm. and he was talking about foot care the whole time. Mm. That was not lost on a young Dusty Hera. <laughs> <laughs> that one stuck out to me. You got new legs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, like it, it really, I don't think, like why in the world, and you go back to ancient civilizations, they used to take care of their feet yes. because it's how you got around everywhere. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, now you're a yuppie for taking care of your feet. Listen, man. Oh, it's your mode of transport. It's the most reliable mode of transportation you mm-hmm. have is your tootsies. And unless you're me. Unless, unless you fall out of a helicopter. <laughs> then you don't. No, then you rely on wheels. But I've been doing the pedicure thing now for like three years. Yeah. Maybe a little bit longer. Listen, you go... You get the massage chair. Uh, you get the full exfoliation, like uh, rub on your from the, yeah. the top, bottom of your knee all the way down to your mm-hmm. toes. Get a full scrub. They, you know, file everything down, yeah. trim you back, do the paraffin wax. Yeah, the whole nine yards. Foot massage. It is fan freaking tastic. Yeah, you live. You leave there feeling clean as a whistle and just better. 
It is. It, you do just mm. feel better. And a little stone rub. You go to the right places. They even have booze. Oh yeah. Like what? Are, what are we doing here? Why are we? Why? Are, why is that a yuppie thing? Get get a uh, what is it? Uh, um, uh, I want to say a Bellinelli, but that's a basketball player. The, Marco. Yep. Yeah. Get Marco Bellinelli. Bellini. Bellini. Yes, I could. I was like, what the hell is that? A little Italian yeah. prosecco drink. Yeah, yeah a little yeah. prosecco drink, a little peach. Yeah, no, that's. Um... Now that is a little yuppie. That was hey, saying the little. Hey. Got my Bellini with <laughs> my, my massage my, my chair. Like, I'm, listen, most most of these places cater to women, so you're not yeah. gonna get the butt heavy. Yeah. In your massage chair. Yeah. So you just find what works. Yeah, and look. And listen, man, the Bellini's good. As long as you can uh, get over the fact that under their breath, the 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 women that are you know doing the pedicure are talking s about the the state of your foot care. Mm -hmm. If you can get over that, Mm -hmm. it's fine. It's great. I've been been to my place because they just power through. They're just like, yeah, whatever. There's no more. There's no more crap talking. Oh, good. Because they're they're in in good condition now. (laughs) So I, I go I go in monthly. So you know. It is what it is. All right. Oh, you're a monthly guy. Oh, hell yes. Wow. Yeah, that's a monthly appointment for my wife and I. No. We do, we do a couples thing together. You got bougie meringue over there. Oh. Damn. Yeah, but more people should do it. I'm telling you. It's worth right. it. Okay. Uh, your hip may be screwed, but your feet are great. Listen, I could pop these Crocs off right now. These, these puppies look good. <clears throat> uh, do you have F Utah painted on your toenails? I do not. I, so that's the one thing is I have not gone... <laughs> I haven't gone for the polish. They keep trying to get me to do yeah, the polish. You don't have to. No. You don't have to. Even my wife's like, why don't you just do the clear? And I'm like, I think that makes it worse. If I did the polish, I should just do a color. <laughs> All right. 503-250-1080. Oh, man. I think my pinky toenail is too small for the K. Mm. We can get it in there. Yeah. We'll figure it out. <laughs> it's amazing what they the art that they can do on your toenail. It truly is. It, it truly there. is impressive. All right, um, boy, how do we recover from that? We don't. Um, let's get to it. Uh, a resolution has been made, and another update, incredible update to Demar Hamlin's status. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. This probably is not helping our cause right now. As everybody's like, ah, yuppies, pedicures, and that's yeah, Rock Friday, guys. <laughs> this is Jeff Russ doing. <laughs> Tap it away, baby. <laughs> uh, you can't draw this stuff up. Hey, uh, we got uh, resolution to what's going on with the Bills and Cincy game, but uh, more important than what is going to happen in the NFL's playoff scenarios. We have another incredible and outstanding update to DeMar Hamlin. Yes. Uh, I continue to watch this story, and I'm just more and more excited to see the movie that ends up coming out about it because the more that we hear about DeMar Hamlin and his recovery, uh, the the better it gets, man. Because uh, today, yesterday we heard from the University of Cincinnati Medical Center doctors who have been caring for him, and they were saying... His improvement has been remarkable. 
and they commended the life-saving techniques that went into, you know, resuscitating him on the field. Uh, but they said, you know, there's still a lot of steps that need to go. But neuro- neuro- neurologically, he was intact. He was progressing well. And the next big step would be breathing on his own. At that point, they would be able to remove the breathing tube. This young man did it again. Uh, he was able to have the breathing tube removed today. Uh, he is speaking, but let's not kid ourselves. He's not like, you know, going off on, you know, monologues and, and talking a lot and talking everybody's ear off. It's very hard for him to speak, but he does have the ability to do so. And um, with that, they FaceTimed him into the team meeting with the Buffalo Bills today. And he flexed on him. Listen. And he gave him the heart symbol. Take take the bills this weekend. Take My the, God. Take the bills this weekend. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The I, one thing that he was able to say to the team was, "Love you, boys." Love it. I, I like this is Goosebumps. this is the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why you know I always talk about this with my dad because you know he he played. Um, in in college and mm-hmm. then he coached college and high school football for decades here and we always you know call football the greatest game ever and uh this is the reason why like it's that that brotherhood mm-hmm. that you have with your players and your teammates and your coaches and everybody around it you heard today billy being the general manager and sean mcdermott the head coach of the buffalo bills talking about that and talking about how much yep. it is meant to them and to see that in here I don't know how many people know this about McDermott, but um, he he was a collegiate wrestler. Like mm-hmm. he is, he's a bad mofo. And watching him try his damnness to hold back tears as he's talking about that moment when Demar Hamlin shows up on the FaceTime screen when they zoom him in, and as he's like kind of choking the roar, up, I would imagine that came over that that room and him describing that it was. The, the visual of seeing him in the press conference where he's having to like look up and away and just kind of like gather himself. Mm-hmm. That means so much. And to hear about this and this recovery, it's awesome. It continues to be an amazing story. Yeah. I mean, each day he's getting better. Yep. There hasn't been. And the thing you always have to worry about these situations is even when things get better until you're clear, you're not clear. Nope. Until you're out of critical condition and you're in stable condition, which have they clarified stable yet? No, nope. I think he's still in critical condition. Correct, mm-hmm. because then this is one of the things there's that a they lot always of stuff say that is, happens. as you just said, you can take a step forward, but there, there's usually it's the steps back. And back. this is one thing that the doctors have, were saying yesterday, and um, uh, their their GM Brandon Bean said today was every time that they like they're anticipating like, hey, there's a warning, we could see a step back. He's defying that and beating it, yeah. and. There's still a long ways to go, but to this point, it's amazing right now, and and it's 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 pretty cool. It's a pretty cool story, and like you said, take take the damn bills now because these guys are. <laughs> I I bet. Ugh. Look, man, I, I I've said it a couple times now. I I've, I've been in a situation like this. The we unfortunately did not get the great news. We got okay news, and then it was it, it was what it was. I can only imagine had we gotten the great news, what we would have felt in that moment. Mm-hmm. And yeah. for them to see him, to communicate with him, to 
not to say that he's okay, but that he's progressing and you, you know, he's awake mm-hmm. and there's a, you know, they, they pulled the intubation out and he's breathing on his own. Like that stuff that matters. Just to, I don't know about you. Have you ever seen anybody like post-surgery, like a, a, a real scary surgery or anything? Along those yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. They look, they look like hell. Yep. It is, it's a hard situation to see. So to go from seeing your brother, seeing your teammate, seeing your friend, seeing your guy with tubes down his throat yeah. and unconscious to communicating fully and no tubes, it, it, there's just there's less apparatus yes. there. It's a lot easier to take in. It's a lot easier yep. to absorb. Yep. And it's a lot easier to believe that things are going to be better. When you see tubes and wires and machines, you know, the iron lung pumping alongside them, like it's a hard situation to take in and think things are going to be okay. Well, and especially because the the last time that you saw him, it was with, you know, the equipment manager. And this is one thing Brandon being kind of outlined today too, the equipment manager being so quick to get out there with, because now they use like a drill. They like it's a NASCAR pit stop to get the face mask mm-hmm. off, cut the jersey open, cut his pads apart, rip those apart. You're seeing him, chest compressions, violent chest compressions, rescue breathing. Then they bring out the defibrillator, and when that thing's all charged up, and that's the last thing you see? No. To see him, even in a hospital bed, no tubes and down his throat, but to flex, give the heart, and then say, love you, boys, that is, that's amazing. That is amazing. And it's also... Contrast those two... Yeah. Seeds in your head. That is where, yeah. the, you know, mentally that's a big hurdle for the guys that, you know, are not DeMar Hamlin. The, you know, the guy, Stefan Diggs, who's trying to convince a police officer to get into the hospital to get in there. Also, uh, it, it's also been just as big for the Cincinnati Bengals to hear all these mm-hmm. uh, these things. Um, Alex Karras, their starting center, said that uh, it, it was yesterday. It started to feel a little bit normal. And then yeah, they got another update today. Yeah. And it, it was like there was a buzz back in the locker room. Because it affected them as well, and that's all. That all those things, great news. I mean, T. Higgins great has been by his side pretty much the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And his like Demar Hamlin's family is uh, has been outstanding to T. Higgins mm-hmm. too, who feels a lot of guilt, even though he shouldn't, because there's not much he could do. No. I mean, he's just there. He, there's, there there's, there's nothing one in a million, do. man. That was the thing, and yeah. that, and hopefully, you know, him getting better, uh, Demar Hamlin getting better, allows T. Higgins to have yeah. some clarity and have some release in that because it's it it's hard not to yeah absolutely um and now as this news the nfl is actually handling this well because as the positive news has trickled out about demar hamlin's status we're also hearing that brandon uh, roger goodell uh brandon b made a point of this that roger goodell has called every single day to check in and get updates with the family and with uh brandon bean on what's going on with demar hamlin the person non-football related. Yeah. And now the NFL owners this morning, another piece of great news comes out and they knew that they had to have a plan in place and have to have an action because week 18 is happening. It mm-hmm. starts tomorrow and they everybody have have, else is playing. They've got to, they have, have to something. have their playoffs scenarios ready. We finally know what that is. And um, there's going to be teams that are unhappy um, at, at the end of the day, there's going to be some people, but ultimately I think the NFL is handling this the right way. We'll get to what the scenarios are. And there's a lot of them. Well, we're not going to go through the whole league. We're just going to – let's sort out what happens with the top of the AFC first. And Zach Taylor's mad. Yeah, well, 
it, it be, and there is going to be, there's good reason for, you know, him to be upset. But at, at the same time, like, all right, Zach, Monday night, you weren't singing that tune, you know, and we got to keep that in our minds as well. Um, here's Jordan with SportsCenter. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the a and Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. All right, let's boil this bad boy down here to what is happening with the Buffalo Bills and Cincinnati Bengals game that was canceled on Monday night. Hold on, let me get comfortable. You ready? NFL owners uh, voted today on a scenario, okay? Uh, there are three options that are going to happen here. All right. Well, actually, four. One is uh, that if Buffalo or Kansas City fail to advance to the AFC Championship game, um, none of this matters. In one of the scenarios, if it's Cincinnati, Buffalo, or Kansas City that advance uh, to the AFC Championship game, then uh, none of this matters. Okay. But here is the most likely of scenarios. Mm -hmm. Okay. If Buffalo and Kansas City both win or tie, okay, or they have to both tie or both win, gotcha. A Buffalo versus Kansas City championship game will be at a neutral site, okay. If Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Baltimore wins or ties, a Buffalo versus Kansas City championship game would be held at a neutral site, all right. If Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Cincinnati wins, then we have a three-way tie for the one seed in the AFC. Okay, A Buffalo or Cincinnati versus Kansas City championship game would be at a neutral site. Okay? Okay. So those are all, you know, those are all of our scenarios as they play out right there. Okay? This is, I mean, the most likely scenario is that all three of these teams win, okay? And then we only have to worry about this if Buffalo and Kansas City go to the AFC Championship game. At that point, uh, they would agree upon a neutral site. I, I've heard a lot of the rumors are that it would be played in Indianapolis um, at that point, which... Makes the most sense. Hey, yeah, it does. It's an indoor stadium. Centrally um, located. It's easy for people from Buffalo and Kansas City to and, get to. And also, because it's a conference place, it's short notice. You can get yeah. hotels for 85, 100 people teams. Sure. And so this is, that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, obviously, Kansas or uh, uh, Cincinnati, they're not too thrilled about this because they've been coming on like gangbusters at the end of the season. And one guy that is not happy is uh, Zach Taylor, who said, I don't want to hear about fair and equitable when uh, this is the case and what's going on here. Uh, because this is, it's it doesn't work out very well for them um, because, look, they were winning. It was so early in that game. I don't want to hear the... They were winning. They were driving and going down to score because I don't. I've seen way too many games in the National Football League where the second half matters, folks. And with Josh Allen as your quarterback, with everything on the line, Prove it. like that was the that was the intrigue of that entire game. Like I don't care if if they were went up fourteen to three over the Buffalo Bills. No, give me all of that because the Josh Allen comeback was in the cards in that game. It's football you know nobody knows how that game would have played out the fact of the matter is everybody in that moment 
said the right thing to do is not play this game. Yeah. We all knew that this was going to be the case, and there somebody was going to be unhappy no matter what. But how how can you make it fair and equitable? And that's you yeah. can't. And well, I mean, as much as you can. But well, I mean, what would have been fair and equitable then for every single team? I mean, that's a, that's the thing. It's like that because when you, when you go down the list, I think they did about as good a job as you can do. Oh sure, yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, the the answer is like. The Bengals are upset because they're making they're making a charge down the season. I mean, realistically, they, they, the Bengals have been the best team in football. Se, they're on a seven game win streak. Yeah, do you, you know what the Kansas City Chiefs are going to say, or the Buffalo Bills are going to say, is like win earlier. Don't start the season two and three. Yeah, like uh, I don't know. That's that's the answer right there. If you want fair and equitable, be in this race with us and and not have to wait for these head to head wins. That's what sucks though. Is that that's the drama of the NFL. Yeah, that's the reason why they're playing so late in the season is the league anticipated. This. Well, and this is the other thing too is that like this is why the NFL was 82 of the 100 most watched television shows in America this past mm-hmm. year. 82 of the top 100 television programs were NFL football games. Five were college football. Four were political uh, related shows. So mm-hmm. like and the rest State of the Seinfeld Union runs. Probably, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. But uh, there's no way that any everybody was going to be happy throughout this entire no. process. And um, as it is, uh, the Bengals may be getting the short end of the stick. But look, in the moment on Monday night, we have to keep going back to that because it was the right thing to do is yep. not to play that game. And in the name of player safety, you can't – and they don't want to make it up at some point. No, you don't want to play it in that bye week when it gets weird because then now you're shorthanded or you you don't have the rest that everybody else has going into that week. Yeah, and right now we are looking at a, a situation where the Bengals have to worry about one thing, and that's beating the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. Because they beat the Ravens, they lock up at least, the very least, the three seed in the AFC North. So It is dumb that the best they can do is the three seed. Um, yeah. It, it's kind of ridiculous. Well, I think that, it, well, yeah, that is true. Because, but then they add the caveat, though, of, hey, if there is a loss, it's actually no, because that goes back to win earlier, and you're not having this problem. Because they had to lean so heavily on beating Buffalo in order to be in this conversation. Now they're hoping the Patriots beat Buffalo. Or who does Kansas City have this week? They got the Raiders, right? Yeah. They got the Raiders <laughs> this week. So they're hoping that the Raiders can beat beat the Chiefs. I mean, this is why the the whole answer will be win earlier. Sorry, tough luck. We didn't want this to happen either. You know? No, no, for, for sure. But I mean, from from Zach Taylor's point of view... He's not wrong in the sense of they're 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 playing the best football absolutely in the league. They they, they are in, in all three phases. They have been phenomenal. They're they're winning games. This is this is the team that kind of I expected to come out this season and, and not go two and three. Yep. Um, 503-250-1080. That is the fan text line. Uh, we we have a lot of text coming in on this, um, and we will get to your your text coming up next. This is Danny and Dusty on the fan? This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the a and Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. All right, 503-250-1080. That is a fan text line. We just um, can't get away from Jeff Rust. 
No, the Yacht Rock. No, it's Yacht Rock Friday, dude. It's there, man. Yep. Um, here's a text that says, everybody at that moment did not know this was the way the outcome of how we were going to handle the situation. To say that nobody should be upset because everybody knew it was going to be this way is, is incorrect. Um, I, I don't. I disagree, and then they, they go on to say uh, to say that to start two and three is your justification to say it's okay is just terrible. There's a reason why there's a 17-game season. Now you're you're so off base with this, and I don't even have a dog in the fight. I don't know. Like, at the moment, what are you supposed to do? Like, in that moment, this is uncharted territory for the NFL. Now, what the NFL is supposed to do is they go by win percentage, Right. And if you go by win percentage, that doesn't help the Cincinnati Bengals anyways if they win this game uh, in Week 18. So they they were going to be stuck in that same spot essentially no matter what. Um, and if you wanted to give them a tie, I think that would have probably helped them the most because then they would have been at 11-4-1. And, uh, and if Kansas City would have lost, that would have shaken things up, and maybe that helps you a lot more. But – this is the thing is what do you want to do in, in a scenario where you are in uncharted territory? Somebody was going to be unhappy. Somebody was it's just no a matter, matter how what. much. Yeah. Right. And for Cincinnati, you made it to the Super Bowl last year with a home playoff game against Las Vegas and then going on the road, mm-hmm. you know, like that is the story is that you're going to have to go on the road. So your seating is not going to be as I don't know why it is going to be as important as what we're saying. And when you look at both sides of the of the NFL's playoffs last year, mm-hmm. I, I think both of them were four seeds, weren't they? Both the Rams and uh, I think you're right, and the Bengals were. And so it's it's about peaking at the right time, which Cincinnati is, is. Um, and then having this in a situation where at least if Buffalo and uh, Kansas City both lose, you're still playing a neutral site playoff game and if you beat the Baltimore Ravens this weekend that's you're, in a neutral, is, you're in a neutral site playoff game or AFC championship game no matter what and that's the thing is is that it will be a bummer if either Buffalo or Kansas City gets the home game against Cincinnati if yeah. that imagination comes to fruition yeah uh this is a interesting one letting the own owners uh vote on the way it goes is a great solution but not including AFC teams that have a dog in the fight uh I think all of them should have, I mean, a voice in that and having. The yeah, because the NFC the ones are going to want to try to weaken the guys at the top. The what? The NFC owners are going to want to make it the most difficult for, well, the, the, for the AFC. Well, I think I think the other AFC owners, like having the teams that have a dog in the fight in it, is is great because I mean, you know, the teams that aren't going to like if you mean dog in the fight, like any of the AFC playoff teams. Mm-hmm. Like the Chargers would be like, what makes this harder for everybody else? Because we'll go with that one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The same thing with the, the NFC teams would want. Yeah, and this isn't make it. This doesn't make it. I don't think it makes it harder on anybody. I think in a tough spot, this is the right call. the The right call is to have a a chance for two teams. Where if you're Buffalo, Buffalo's probably pretty upset at this. I know Cincinnati is, but if you're a Buffalo fan. If you go and you win that game in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. then you have head-to-head tiebreakers over both, both of these of them, teams. Yeah. Like because you went to Arrowhead, you won there. You go to uh, Cincinnati, you win there, and you're sitting there at well, you'd be thirteen and three. You're you're throwing your hands up, going, "We did we everything we supposed this. to." Yeah, you know. And again, they're not complaining because they got bigger things that they're thinking about yes. right now. And that's the other thing about this is 
if the Bills didn't have Hamlin on the uh, you know in the hospital right now, don't don't think this is like sour grapes from Zach Taylor, because the Bills if if Hamlin was healthy and on and out of the woods, they'd be probably saying the same thing. They'd probably be pretty fr- frustrated too. Yeah, just because there's not a perfect situation. Because at the end of the day, this is still a competition. Yeah, and they they're not going to be thrilled about again taking care of business earlier in the season and I'm being quasi punished for it. Yeah, and like there is a there's a there's a text here that says you know the biggest call from Cincinnati as a Bengals fan is that the, they had rules in place if the game gets canceled it goes uh, to win percentage, but then they want to uh, vote instead of following the rules in place. That's Zach Taylor's call out, but. It wouldn't have benefited Cincinnati anyways if you go to win percentage because they would still be third in win percentage. They wouldn't be if they won their game with lesser games played. If they if they if, if they, they went and you get Buffalo and Kansas City both lose, mm-hmm. but that's why they put them into this conversation yeah. and they say, "Look, we will still have you in this neutral site." AFC Championship game. Ultimately, I think no matter what, it, it needs to be a neutral site, regardless. Right. Yeah, if any of these three teams yeah, are in it. That, that's, that's the most equitable thing here. All this is setting up for is a Jags-Chargers AFC Championship <laughs> Where nobody game. else matters. <laughs> that's what I'm gathering from this. Yeah. Is that Best laid plans and all. Ultimately, it'll be the Jags and the Chargers in the AFC Championship game because everybody's complaining about this This is this your right Herbert now. propaganda, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It's Justin <laughs> Herbert in the AFC Championship game. Now, it'll be uh, Tyler Huntley plays the first two games of the playoffs, and then Lamar Jackson uh, is hosting the Jags in the AFC Championship game. How's that one go for you? Oh, he God. comes back for the AFC Championship game. Oh, their OC, uh, Roman, just came out and said he would bet on Lamar playing in the playoffs. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you'd hope so. He, that's like six weeks removed <laughs> of being out for a week. Oh, man. Gary Payton's over here like, yeah, I get it. Is he gonna play tonight? Um, game time. <laughs> game time decision. Yeah, game time decision. Game time. I think decision. both both him and Jeremy both will. You know, right. keeping talking about all the other teams that are affected by this. There's another layer to this: the business operations side. I'm not trying to bitch. I'm not trying yeah. to. I'm just pointing out things that are affecting these teams. Mm. What about the million or two I, losses in like revenue or, or, from parking and? concessions that that team would get from the championship game. I mean, a lot of teams are losing out on a lot here, and I think there's just a league-wide concession like, you know what, this is what we have to do, and thank God DeMar Hamlin's alive. That's it. Yeah. Um, Also, it should be noted that the coin flip uh, part of this thing, too, is if the Ravens beat the uh, Bengals this weekend, they'd go to a coin flip for their home field for the wild card. Mm -hmm. And that is... That that sucks. But I, I, I'm if you're going for the AFC, cha- if you're going for the AFC Championship game, yes, this at neutral site, do it. But coming the, down to a coin toss, that sucks. No, they should do Kansas playing like they do in the state of Washington for ties. Have you seen this before? No. Oh gosh, the state of Washington, it is the most ridiculous thing ever. They, uh, if you have like a, a tie, it's not a coin toss. It they'll you'll go to uh, a Kansas plan. And if there's like multiple teams, it's like a round robin Kansas plan to determine like who goes to the playoffs, who goes home. Good lord, <laughs> settle it on the field. But then they're like, all right, and then three days later, go play in a playoff game. Was it remember the Titans was the coin flip, or is that Varsity Blues? I, I don't know. Uh, the coin flips often determine playoff. Well, they used to. Now the OSA has their, a rating system 
where that's that's that. Um, and it used to be coin flops for coin flips for ties in, in league play in high school. I, I like coin year. flops better than coin, coin flips. flops. Yeah. yeah, they used to do like uh, the coin flip would be at like a Sherry's. On a Tuesday night. That's what I'm saying. What movie was it? Was it, was it? Remember the Titans or Varsity Blues? I think it's Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues. Yeah. They, they, like in a in a little restaurant in West Texas. That yeah. was definitely Varsity Blues. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. My well yeah. My junior year of high school, we won the coin toss and wait, we lost the coin toss and we were the three seed. <laughs> Metro, <laughs> Metro League. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, that was like a eh, all right. Well, that's that. <laughs> Guess as a coin flip and all of your work means it. nothing. Yeah. Uh, it turned out like you sometimes you get the easier part of the side of the bracket, but mm. that's not going to be the case in the NFL playoffs, especially in the AFC. Yeah, and here here's the bigger question. I think with the way that Cincinnati's playing, if they are turning that corner and they can get locked in on this one, and if they, they if they figure out post, you know, Bills Bengals game, yeah, yeah, they beat. I mean, they should beat the brakes off of they, the Baltimore Ravens. They should throw. Listen, the, the the line was seven. I took it unabashedly before I knew, you know, Hamlin was doing better because the Ravens without Lamar, their defense has been a train wreck. Like the Bengals should absolutely throttle them. Sure. But we don't know that. But that's that's going to be the case. (laughs) We know that that's going to be the case. All right. um, 503-250-1080. That is the fan text line. Hey, we've got another name in the uh, dunk contest. Will he get host or is he going to win like Anthony Simons? hey Danny and Dusty on the fan. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero. Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.